रेडियो जिंदगी इलेवन सेवेंटी एम पर मैं हुई शाह के साथ सात बज के चार मिनट हो रहे हैं ऑफकोर्स द शो हैज स्टार्टेड कैनिक कॉन्वर्जेशन विथ रेनू डिलन एंड एवरी ट्यूजडे सेवन टू सेवन थर्टी आप ये शो सुनते हैं और यहाँ ऐसी बातें डिस्कस होती है जो बहुत कम लोग डिस्कस करना चाहते हैं एक्चुअली बट ऑफकोर्स रेनू यर कंप्लीटली इफ यू सी हर पर्सनैलिटी यूल कम टू नो दैट शी कैन डेयर एंड टॉक एनी थिंग अबाउट सोशल इश्यूज करंट अफेयर्स वीमेन चिल्ड्रेन एंड एवरीथिंग अंडर द सन प्री मच सो रेनू ऑफकोर्स इज द सीईओ एंड द फाउंडर ऑफ जीनियस किड्स इंटरप्राइज एंड आपने सुना होगा वो हमारे साथ काफी टाइम से रेडियो जिंदगी के साथ जुड़ी हुए हैं शी इज अ फर्म बिलीवर ऑफ पब्लिक स्पीकिंग एंड कम्युनिकेशन एंड शी इज ऑफकोर्स एक्टिवली इन्वॉल्व इन द कम्युनिटी वेन इट कम्स डाउन टू वीमेन एंड चिल्ड्रेन्स एम्पावरमेंट सो आज का हमारा टॉपिक it is something which i think every parent is also scared of and every kid is also scared of but i'll introduce her and we'll come to know what exactly i'm going to talk today so renu welcome to the show good evening how are you doing very well rj isha thank you for that very wonderful introduction of course you know have i told you you look like a princess diana sometimes oh my gosh i get told that so many times <laughs> really? and okay. i take it as a huge compliment of course, i'm a huge fan of her she's gorgeous yeah and thank what a beautiful so human being she was And yeah, I, and you, if you I could even be one percent of what yeah. she's done. It would be wonderful. People's so. princess. <laughs> yeah. All right. So today we're going to talk something very important. And as I said, nobody can dare to talk about so many topics. But you come every week, talk about something very, very important to the society. So what are we going to talk today? So today, today we're going to actually talk about bullying. And mm-hmm. one of my first shows uh, when I when we launched our show on Radio Zindagi was about cyber bullying with yes. the politicians and what was going on. Yeah. And today I've actually I want to talk about bullying that happens in schools from all ages from uh, mm. uh, probably not so much in preschool it does happen but yeah. a little bit more controlled in preschool yeah. but as soon as kids enter elementary middle high school and then it continues on into adult life and i wanted to yeah. bring on somebody that has you know is who's actually going to school and actually experiences this and can speak from you know mm-hmm. about, about it first hand versus myself mm-hmm. so i wanted to we're going to be talking about that all right and um we have a wonderful guest with us uh, but before i go there we have rules of the show and okay. the rules of candid conversation are really simple is that uh, we want to talk from our heart we want to share anything that we feel and it doesn't mean that everybody else has to agree with our views but okay. we are going to keep it clean and professional we're not going to take a personal attack on anybody's names or any organizations but we definitely will talk very openly and very candidly and okay. that's called candid conversation yes very very honest opinions i yeah. must say yeah and you know opinions can differ that's fine absolutely yeah. i mean they differ every day with your spouse right if you're married you'll know i mean husbands <laughs> don't even get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't get me started at all i have to go home and uh, argue about dinner yeah. but um the reason why i picked uh, bullying is because as you know recently there was a death of a 9 year old girl from alabama who has drawn so much attention back mm. again i mean there's a lot of recent incidences we can talk about there yeah. was one last year a fourth grader uh Jamel who uh, killed himself because he was gay and he had been bullied at school and the parents did not even know about the experience oh, that no. he was going through and then most recently a few weeks ago a 9 year old girl from Alabama yeah. and that was a uh, because of all the racism that she was going through in her school yeah. and that's very tragic so um We've invited with us a young lady that who's become a young lady now. I've known her since she was a munchkin. Oh. But uh, Naveli is a senior at the Athenian School in Danville, an avid dancer. I mean, I could, you know, she's giving me this introduction, but I could say so much more about her. <laughs> she devotes her time to philanthropy, and one of the things that I've been truly impressed about is that at a very young age she started to work a charity called Charity Dress, and it's a non-profit that has dressed over a thousand people from across the globe. 
Wow. And it provides educational opportunities. So to start something like that when she's so young is phenomenal. Wow. To even think. To, to even, even think, think to get yeah. into something. What, you were three? <laughs> when did you start thinking all that? that? Um, well, when I first started this, I was 10 um, okay. with a lot of help with my parents. But, yeah, it was really opening and eye-opening for me to go see these people, um, visit them, physically give them clothes, hmm. and really, like, I got so impacted that when I went home, I was like, Mom, we have to do something. We have to start something. Wow. When I was 10, I was worried about my pimple. What? What is this? <laughs> I'm so <Here> inspired. <laughs> anyway, and in, on top of that, she's also a founder captain of Athenian Avaz, which is a Bollywood dance team. And of course, wow. superb student in school. I mean, the list is endless. So mm -hmm. I've invited Naveli to share with us what's happening in schools today. Mm -hmm. Because especially, I think, in our Indian community, again, uh, many of the issues that I address are, you know, we as a community, we're very educated. Mm. Uh, we make tons of money. We're very successful. Yeah. But we want to shy away from topics like our kids being homosexuals hmm. or lesbians. We want to not talk about domestic violence yeah. and we don't want to address bullying. We never yeah. think it's going to happen to our child or it's going to happen to our home. Yeah. So I, I've invited Naveli because naturally she attends school in Danville and uh, a lot of Indians live in Danville, San Ramon, Dublin, Fremont, right? Pleasanton, oh, yeah. You know Pleasanton. <laughs> we know that, right? And... Um, <clears throat> so thank you for coming to the show, Naveli, and thank, thank you, you for Mommy, uh, for driving all the way from San Ramon in this traffic to come here. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so I want to ask you, do, you know, do you think bullying happens only at a certain age group, or is it happening you know, all the time? It definitely does not happen at a certain age group. Um, I, myself, have gone through many different times of my life in which I've seen or experienced or witnessed some kind of bullying happening, whether it was on social media, because social media is really big right now, or whether it was firsthand in school. Um, and so honestly, the first time that I really can remember a stark incident was um, in kindergarten, as early as kindergarten, where wow. uh, the bullying was very subtle. It was taking a person's backpack and not giving it to them and hiding it in the mm. bathroom stall of the other gender. And it, so it was really tiny. And at that time, like now that I look back at it, it was like not too bad yeah. as like what I've seen now. But yeah. at that time, it was, it was terrifying because that person had done such a horrible thing to that other yeah. person. And even now um, in high school, as I'm a senior, I've seen a lot of things. Uh, witness a lot of other incidences, so I would say all all the time rather and all ages yeah and so um, do you think once a bully always a bully? I always wonder um I think you can change, so I have a personal <laughs> opinion that um everybody gets a second chance, and mm -hmm. I'm not sure who else shares that opinion with me yeah. but um I feel sometimes someone will say something mean or do something wrong and then they'll learn from that experience and that's how we grow that's how we really mature over time right yeah. um so everyone in my mind deserves a second opinion a second chance but if that thing if they keep doing that mean thing or saying mean things then i feel like yeah once a bully always a bully because if it's a reoccurring thing then Obviously, it won't end yeah, up stopping. Yeah, and people are getting away with it. Also, do you think kids are, like, mean? They just don't know what they're doing when they're growing up? Like, they don't have the thought process, oh, this is going to hurt that person. Do you think so? Well, um, I do. You think? I, yeah. um, rather, <laughs> something that 
I'm interested in now as a senior and going to college next year. I'm planning on going to psychology. Um, and the real reason that I wanted to go into psychology, one of the main reasons rather, is because I want to know why do we get like these impulses to make mm. bad decisions from a child. Um, and like even till now as teenagers, I've I've been told by my mom, by my family, by my friends, oh, you make such, like, stupid mistakes because you're a teenager um, yeah. and your mind is still growing, which is true. But, I mean, we always go through things, and something that I'm really interested in learning about and understanding and rather researching is that. Wow. So, you know, um, you know I th- when you're talking, I'm going back to when I was growing up. I've been bullied, too, you know, and I went to boarding school. So there was no mom or dad around, and it's terrible yeah. when you go to boarding school and you get bullied. I mean, I had one of the experiences I went through is they put apple pie in my bed because um, I was new. I came from Africa, and I went to a small town in Yorkshire, and I was the only Indian uh, child in the whole school. They've never seen brown kids before, mm-hmm. ever. Oh, and wow. uh, so one of the uh, treatments was uh, to welcome <coughs> me was putting apple pie in my bed. So when I got into bed, my feet were covered with apple pie, and then, of course, I had oh, to wash no. all the bed sheets. Um, you know, so it was a traumatic experience to go through when you can't even call your parents. But oh, um, why somebody would do that? I mean, we talk about, we say we do impulsive things. That's a pretty ridiculous thing to do to somebody. I mean, you know, I would have rather they yeah. throw things at me than put it in my bed. But, you know, we didn't have social media. We didn't have telephones. We didn't have, have pages. We used to have those round dial phones, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you put money in and you call your parents. So... How do you think bully, uh, bullying has changed with technology? Because I'm sure when you were 10, we didn't have you probably social had some media phones, or something. But yeah, what has changed? What do you what have you noticed? So um, I'll tell you a little story about me and something that's happened to me very recently, um, and that involves social media rather. Um, just recently, rather, um, there I was. So okay, I'm very social. I because of my many different interests, such as charity dress dance and other things Mm -hmm. um i've made a lot of friends and so one of the friends that i end up ended up making uh ended up asking me for something that i wasn't ready to give to this guy um and his friends started really um cyberbullying me and i didn't notice it at first because the new age of technology and the way that teenagers text each other is very oh like you cash. do, yeah, very cash. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can speak millennial language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very um, just kind of open, but mm-hmm. also like you're not supposed to get too offended with things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really notice that first, and then r- later on, it started hurting me. And so one of the things that I've I've been through, I've experienced in the last year, is how to overcome that. And um, and then previously. Definitely technology did not make it this hard. Uh, With technology now, some of those people, I did Twitter, and um, on Twitter you can have false names, you can go under um, pseudonames, right? And they used to attack me, and I didn't know who they were. I couldn't put a face to that person. But it was obviously a person saying this, and so that just makes it, so much harder for especially teenagers who are going through this because they don't know what to make sense of it. And so I was lucky enough to have my mom as a best friend who I talked it out finally crying in tears. Um, But social media has definitely changed. It's 
it's really made it hard for kids and people to understand how to attack a certain problem. Um, and so, yeah, bullying has definitely been impacted with social media. And, and what is your recommendation now that you've talked about a personal experience? You know, um, I've, I've noticed, especially in running after schools and stuff, when kids come back and they're upset and they want to talk about something, they generally don't want to go home and tell their parents. They're generally scared. Or they're generally, I think one of the big fears is mom is just going to storm into the principal's office and then make a big deal out of something and then you're going to become unpopular. Yes, my daughter's nodding ahead at me because I'm famous for doing that. <laughs> um, yeah, I did that because as parents, you're protective and you want to go in and you want to resolve the problem. But sometimes we don't necessarily resolve the problem to the best because we leave and then kids go back and go, oh, you're a tattertail or you're mommy's baby or mommy's girl. You went home and, you know, said mm. that to mom. But isn't it better to address the problem than to suffer silently? What are you, what are your thoughts to all the kids out there listening today? So, yes, definitely go to someone. Um, but something that I've experienced and I've personally done is um, sometimes I'm, I'm, my mom's in the room too. I'm sometimes scared of her a lot, brother. Um, and <laughs> oh, God, I'm not the only one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, and so... Sometimes what I do is I go to a person that I really trust, um, an older person. Um, sometimes it's my best friend. Sometimes it's uh, my bhaiya, right? Mm. My brother who I've known for years and I can trust him. But sometimes it's just having that little like support who then both of them, who when I talked about um, the situation I was in last year with them, they both pushed me and pushed me and pushed me until I finally reached out to my mom. Mm. And so it's sometimes it's that first reach of help that you need in order to really get to that main person that can help you overall, which sometimes is your parents. Obviously, sometimes it will take longer. Sometimes it won't. Sometimes you need that extra push. And so that's why I would say have an extra person, have go to that, make that extra step in order to really find a way to help yourself. So, you know, really, I mean, that's, I'm so glad that you've shared a personal <laughs> story here because most people would not want to share it. But um, what is your advice out there to kids? Because I think, and parents, because I think most parents think, you know, oh, my teenager or my child's becoming a little quiet and we put it mm -hmm. down to hormones. Oh, they're going through their hormones. You know, they want to sit in their room oh, yeah. or they're quiet. They don't want to discuss yeah. things. And, you know, let them be, let them grow. And many times that's not the issue. In actual fact, your silence is saying, Please, I need help. Mm -hmm. What would your advice be to parents there when they see a change in behavior in their kids? What should they do? I would say, um, I guess, try. So don't push it. One thing that my parents definitely did, and I know they will still do, is um, <laughs> push and push and push. And so push it, um, but I would say to a limit. Um, say in a week, maybe put like, try to talk to them a mm. few times. I know my parents and I have fought many times because I just wouldn't talk to them. But ultimately, that child finds that need because parents are important. Parents are a stable person in your like life mm -hmm. when you're growing up, right? So they will, kids will end up trying to go for them and trying to find help. But don't push it to the point where they like kind of break and they just fall apart even more because 
kids are rebellious. I was a rebellious child. Um, my sister. What? What? You still are. Did I hear a what in there? <laughs> I'm sure to my parents, I still am. You will always be. Yeah. Even Perfect. though if you're 40, 50, they, you'll always be. I agree. I'm a 32 and a 28 year old. They're rebellious all the time. <laughs> they won't eat dal, even though I tell them to. <laughs> so, yeah, see, it's. Um, it's fun to joke about it now, yeah. but obviously when a kid is suffering through something uh, such as like a bullying at school or even like cyberbullying, if you if you push them to that point, they will rebel even more. Mm-hmm. And so what I would say to parents out there is really try to talk to them, but put a limit, put a put a reasonable amount, um, and maybe like it's not amount of times you go to talk to them. Maybe it's like oh. You reach out to them, try phrasing a question this way, try just asking them how their day was. Things like that, small things, can really change in a person's head. I always, uh, you know, whenever I do my Wednesday talk, I always tell parents, you know, communication, communication. When you pick up your kid from school, uh, that's the best time to talk to them. Turn your cell phones off and Mm -hmm. ask them, you know, not just say how was your day, good or bad. Actually probe a little bit, you know. And I always like to ask kids, tell me one bad thing that happened in school. Because it's rare that anyone wants to talk about something bad, but they want to talk about something good. My mom actually, she, when I was going through something, um, she made me write down five bad things that happened that day and one good thing. Okay. To remember that one good thing at the end of the day uh, and remember those five bad things so I can also improve on those five bad things. Yeah. And that was just a little, like, not only write down in my journal, but also conversation topic. Um, in the so, you know, we talk about, uh, you know, I'm not even going to take a break. This topic is too, yes, too it interesting. Is. It but is. really quickly, I will. I am going to definitely say the show is being brought to you by Genius Kids listeners. And in addition to that, we are very proud to sponsor the Spandana Spelling Bee competition, which is held every year. And they're having it in March in San Ramon. So you can visit their website, SpandanaSpellingBee.com. Uh, .org, I believe it is, and um, or you can call us after the show, and I'll be happy to give you details at info at geniuskidsonline.com. But uh, this is too interesting a show. I don't want to even stop it because yeah. it's such an intense topic. Um, you know, it's when we talk about cyberbullying and you talked about Instagram and Twitter, I mean, I'm, I'm just stuck on Facebook. I haven't even <laughs> got as far as... You know, Instagram. That's because probably my kids do want me to be there. But, um, <laughs> I, no, I finally got an Instagram now because I have two grandkids and I can at least like their pictures. But Aww. on Facebook, I see so much going on just with adults, let alone yeah. with kids. Oh, yeah. So, you know, Naveli, when people do write something, you know, uh, we as business owners, we go through it on Yelp. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about people who, you know, use fake names and write nonsense for against kids. Hmm. But we have competitors and people that just write rubbish on Yelp using fake names mm-hmm. and it's very annoying and very irritating and I know as an adult I get very frustrated but you know when you, when people are doing that I mean you can go and delete the comment right can you go delete things can you report them so you can definitely report them um, one thing that I had to do because it got so to that point where I had to do this was mm-hmm. um, I completely went off the face of the earth I went off of all social media for three months, I changed my phone number. Um, I pretty much disbanded myself from mm. a lot of Bay Area. People that I used to be mm. in contact with who then, under false names on Twitter, on Instagram, on Snapchat, really hurt me and degraded me. Um, and so with those names, those people that are doing those things, you can definitely report them. But um, you can't delete the comment because it's... On Twitter, it's a handle. It's a mm, user okay. handle. 
right? Yeah. So you can report the user. You can report um, things that the user is doing, but you can't delete that post that they've made. Um, on same on Instagram, same on Snapchat, you can block mm. them, okay. but it's not like it's but you can't stop. do it either. Yeah, yeah it's not. They stop. can delete it, but you can't. Yeah, but you can't. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's it's also not going to stop because you delete one person, yeah. then they'll tell their friends uh, who might be doing it as well, and yeah. then they just keep going on. So that like circle yeah. keeps Also, going. did you observe the name they use is so random, like XXXYYY. So you can't even go and find the person. Yes. Because they're so, and you can find out with the name only, you can figure it out that they don't have any other job but to troll and to bully someone else. Exactly. So let me ask you, you know, all kids want cell phones, right? So we're talking yep. about cyberbullying and all hmm. the bullying that's going on in schools. <laughs> so what is the right age to get a cell phone? Because don't you think, and I mean, in your mom's uh-huh. age in my time, we didn't have cell <laughs> phones. Smiling. We dealt with bullying in person, you know, at yeah. school or at events. And then you went home and you forgot about it. Now you kids have these phones and, you know, you're distracted all the time. So See, do you think we my should just stand the phone? I, my parents and I had this fight when I was first arguing to get a cell phone, which is why I was smiling because <laughs> um, we really went through this. And so... Um, see, I got my first cell phone when I was going into eighth grade, so almost five years ago. Okay. Um, I When I first got my cell phone, I only had Instagram, um, nothing else, and I didn't make anything else until three years later. And so for me, Instagram, and I would like barely go on Instagram sometimes, um, so I really handle, I feel, mm-hmm. maybe my parents feel different, uh, but I handle that well. Now, um, the way I do things is, especially when I'm working, my parents are always like, oh, you're going to get distracted. And especially with that looming thing in their head that, oh, you're going to, something's going to happen to you on social media. Hmm. Um, what I normally do is I put my phone aside. I, when I come back home, I try to put my phone aside. I at least try to do all these things, uh, I'm a second semester senior, so sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I'll take, I'll take my phone and I'll be on it. Um, but regarding how to really tackle that um, loom, that that looming threat over a parent's head, you can't control the kid, um, and obviously you can't control if they're going to get cyberbullied or something's going to happen. I would say best be prepared um, for the worst because. Once, if your child ends up coming to you about something that happened on social media at school or something that's just getting spread around like a rumor, something small as a rumor, mm. right? But be prepared on how to help them. Um, be prepared to give them advice, help them understand something. Say you do this to like help or like just kind of tell them to ignore it, right? One of those things will definitely help. You can't stop a kid from using social media. Um, the peer pressure at schools to use the social media, my sister tells me now that um, now that AirPods and these things are like such a big, hip, cool thing, yeah. right? Um, so she has a iPhone 5 um, SE, mm-hmm. and uh, she doesn't have AirPods. AirPods. None of us do at, mm. at home. And so she gets told, oh, I smell broke, which is... Like wow. eighth grade language that they smell broke. Um, oh my god! And yeah, it's it was shocking because I've never heard that term before either. But it was like something small as that. Someone like felt bad and they reported it to the office. And so those kind of small things that 
oh yeah, it's like a joke at school, but it can hurt someone. It can hurt somebody. It you can't expect yeah. that to happen. Yeah. You can't like you don't know when it's gonna happen, right? So just brace for it. Be prepared. And understand that you can help your child. Wow. So it's almost time for us to wrap up. It's been such a great show. So in one line, if you could give an advice first to all the kids out there in just a few words who are being bullied or being cyber bullied or any kind of bullying, doesn't matter how old they are, kindergartners, high school, college kids, what's one line you would say say to them today? I would say um, it is hard sometimes. It will definitely be hard. It's not an easy track. And it's not easy to reach out, but try to understand that people are out there for you and you always have that backbone, that support in society. And so go through that little hurt patch that you have inside your heart and really find that area for help because that will help you. So in other words, don't stay, don't stay silent. Yes. And what about yeah. parents? Brace brace for the (laughs) inevitable I can't speak apparently now (laughs) okay brace in other words be ready don't think it's not going to happen to your child never me right okay I think don't hold that fear maybe for parents that it's going to happen yeah Yeah. so all those Um, out there like to create those fake names I have one being truthful they keep writing such a lot of nonsense on there and they call themselves (laughs) being truthful well you know what I invite you to come in just face to face come and tell me oh man I like to take on confrontation hands-on. In but, person, you know, you so. put a very good point that as yeah. an adult on Yelp, you guys, I mean, if you're a businesswoman, yeah. you read so many comments which might be like, yeah, it's so hurtful. Yeah, it's hurtful. Yeah. I never thought is, about that. Yeah, and Yelp actually thrives on negative publicity yes. purposely. Yes. That's what they do. So it is pretty disgusting. So actually, yeah. I'm pretty s- disappointed in social media myself. You know, I think we could do so much better, better. with our time. So, mm-hmm. so you think kids are suffering? Trust me, even at 58, almost I 60. Think, I think... Uh, I personally now use Mm. social media to tackle these things. I really advocate for them on all my social media accounts. So really, I feel like that's what social media should do. That's wonderful. It's been a pleasure having you on (laughs) our show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And see you next um, Monday? Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday. Next Tuesday. We have a wonderful guest next Tuesday. We actually, so a quick message out there, dads, all the deadbeat dads. Mm -hmm. I'm not not offending anybody out there. Next week's show is about deadbeat dads. And then after that, we will have a show about deadbeat moms. Okay. I posted this on Facebook. A lot of people said, why are you attacking the dads? I'm not. But let's face it. They're more deadbeat dads than they are deadbeat moms. Wow. The show next week is actually with one of my managers who's had personal experience of this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Christina will Mm -hmm. be having her next Tuesday. So thank you again, RJ Isha. Can't wait. All right. So guys, stay tuned. And uh, catch up next Tuesday, 7 to 7.30, Candid Conversations with Svenu Dillon. Stay tuned. Cheers.